Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Football is Life. And sometimes death. I'm Niffer. And I'm Andy. And this week we're going to talk about a fun game. A win of a game. Actually, An two. exciting game. Two fun games. Well, one more fun. I guess they both were fun. Yeah, we've been having a good time lately. I for, I was thinking of the Atlanta game, and it was disappointing because <laughs> I forgot a little bit about the New York game. Okay, so last week, Orlando mm-hmm. went to New Jersey to play new uh, the New York Red Bulls. Yep. And, and actually, uh, that was a fun game. Really fun. It was a very fun game. Really fun game. And also um, had the yeah. red cards. You see yes. the trend? I am noticing that when our opponent doesn't have a full squad, we do better. Yeah, so Oscar, just make the other teams go crazy on you and get the red card and maybe you will win better. Especially the next two games, three games. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um this uh this red card that happened um well first Ivan Angulo, he came in pretty early on, scored a goal. It was yep. very good. Um, and then this guy, uh, Reyes, he got a straight red? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, yes. Interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm just... No, he got two yellows. He got two he got yellows, two okay. Yeah, he got... Two, uh, I remember now. It mm. was a yellow by the end of the first half in the minute 48. Oh. And then he got another yellow in, later in the game. And this is when he got the red card. It's not like mm-hmm. the crazy guy in the uh, Colorado game who think he was, yeah. uh, <laughs> he thought he's an undertaker from WWF. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, that, that was good. Uh, we got, um, and then, and then uh, our friend uh, Torres. Yeah. And Torres has scored a goal. Some life. Because of Two of Angulo. them. Uh, it's a penalty and a goal. Well, yeah. yeah. Penalty and a goal. Uh, the penalty was 100% correct. The goal is, um, his goal was pretty much Angulo did everything and he opened it up for him and passed it. But I want to just go back for a little second about this game because it's an impressive game from a tactic perspective mm-hmm. because we came out of the door doing high press, doing uh, what we're supposed to do. And we, as the, even the commentator said, we finally looked clicky. We finally mm-hmm. did what we're supposed to do, which is simply take care of the ball, take care of the opponent early in the game, not waiting for mm-hmm. them. Uh, because I'm going to highlight the opposite of that in one minute from Saturday game. But the stat showed even that we have dominancy, even the end of the game, 52-48. But in the middle of the game, it was like 73-27. That's how mm-hmm. good we were. we were. We had shots on the target. Uh, uh, Erkan Kara was doing his work by going down, uh, holding the ball, and opening his, the space to Angulo, Angulo run, and so on. Um, the great advantage, that was the second game in a row that we have the same startup. The mm-hmm. team that started the Atlanta game was the same. And you can see the team was coming with um, objective and very task-oriented to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh and prove that they are better. Angulo was the star of the game, but also I'm still 
I'm still think Aruhu and Cartagena is doing great in the midfield and helping the build up and breaking uh the offense of other team which is help giving us an edge on those teams. But again, we're to we are talking about Red Bull who is in the bottom of the table. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we shouldn't react as if we are beating Philadelphia or Re- uh, Revolution, but win is a win. Yeah. And I'll take any wins we can get at this point. Yes, I, I agree. I was thinking last night uh, that if we didn't lose, if we, sorry, we didn't tie the last two games before that game, the Atlanta game and New York Red Bull, those are four points. Plus the three that we lost down the road between Charlotte and Columbus and all of these weird games, we were being mm-hmm. in the second place. We were being in the yeah. second place. That's how good is this squad. This squad mm-hmm. is really good. That's why our expectation of them is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the game uh, was um, Red Bull. Even that r- r- the substitution made a lot of sense. Uh, by him pulling, um, by pulling Smith, pulling Araujo, uh, mm-hmm. and Perea, Cara, Angulo, and all what he did by in- introducing Romero, Enrique, Felipe Martins, Duncan Maguire. I like how Duncan Maguire Bell plays. But yes, last game on Saturday proves that we have also uh, Enrique Romero is great asset. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel yeah. about the Red Bull? Uh, I I thought it was good. I really only got to watch the highlights because I was unavailable to watch it live. Um, but it looked really good. And I just, I feel like there's tons of signs of life from the team. Uh, it looks like, I don't know. I feel like there's a big jump in, from a month ago where it looked like, do you guys even want to be here? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mean, we're talking so, about Oscar need to leave. Yeah. And I just it doesn't feel as much like that now. So that's that's really good. Um I am uh you know, I feel like Torres has really he's really uh, he's better. come back into a f- closer to form of last year. Um yeah. I know you're probably not you wouldn't say he's all the way there, but I feel like he looks like he wants to be on the team, which is new and different for us. And even Kara has been moving his feet. I didn't know he could go that fast, you know? He usually I agree. Move. Red Bull game. <laughs> I agree with all of that in the Red Bull game. Yeah. But when we get to Colorado game, which is going to initiate my question to you in a second, do you mm-hmm. think that Orlando City play uh, a cor- as or according to the opponent? Meaning that they adjust their their power and their ability in the game to their opponents. So you you see them play, but this doesn't make sense when you talk, you compare the game between Red Bull and Colorado because we were going crazy in Colorado game while Mm -hmm. in the, sorry, in Red Bull game, Colorado game, it was so tactically, we went. And we got the three points, mm-hmm. and we scored two. Mm-hmm. But this game was pulling teeth. Um, yeah, it was 
tactically, I, I got mad a couple of times in the game. Not because of anything except of the concept and the thought of the low, slow tempo. There was minutes in that game. I'm just jumping into Colorado game because yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the game uh, that we second we're gonna talk about. It's the team was very slow. The team there is moments in the that game you can see Antonio Carlos Jensen and Schlegel when he come back. They standing. They are not moving the ball. They mm -hmm. are standing. The second thing, I understand that we are playing a team that in the bottom of the table on the Western Conference. Should not matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Why? I don't understand why we are not running into space. This is, mm -hmm. if I am just very analytical look into the team, the team uh, was very slow. They don't open space. They play very, very deep into the into the arms of the defense to the point they mm -hmm. don't allow any movement. We 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 had times in the second half the ball goes from Kyle Smith to Torres Perea to Cartagena to Angulo to Santos mm -hmm. and come back again. Santos mm -hmm. Angulo and keep going right and left. There is nothing mm -hmm. because the people in the middle, like Perea and Cara, are not running. They are not opening space. For some reason, that game, every player are not opening space. They are not taking advantage. And honestly, behind their both uh, backs, there was spaces that they can do through passes or can use the long godly balls that they've been playing for all the season. And what mm -hmm. hurts most, that game was after the final of the Champions League. So you are just had that game in your eyes and you go to very slow and monotonic game to the point that you, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel that. It, it definitely felt like a shift. Uh was an F was an F or was out an F? <laughs> a shift. Okay, making sure. This podcast is rated E for everyone. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> this is not what uh, flag us was E, by the way. So I'm I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I but I will say the second half looked better than the first. Yes. Um. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I was really happy with the way that they played in the second half of the game. I will say I, I did doze in and out during the first half of the game, but I watched all of the second half. Um, so I didn't, I didn't catch all of it exactly, but, um, in the second half, I feel, just feel like we, uh, we really pulled it together. And I mean, that's when we scored both goals. Um, and, yeah, that's a well. When the second red card came out, which is just wild. Can we take a yeah. moment and talk about the the poop show that called refereeing? Okay, this, what are you gonna say? This is the worst game I ever saw in MLS. 
not because of a bad call. It's more of the most confused referee because he he whistled for one play and then two seconds later on the other side the op- the same play happened he doesn't whistle and vice versa this was happening the, throughout the game he's not consistent he's not controllable and even i will say the two red cards were completely correct but especially with that uh um undertaker <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy, and he was arguing that it's not a foul. What the heck, dude? You were going with your studs into chest of Cartagena. That's I know it. That was it. Was pretty wild. Pretty wild. And the funny thing that both people who got yeah red cards are playing on the same side of the field, which is their mm-hmm. right side, which is Angulo and Santos' side, and that's when it gets. Um, confusing to me that this is the side should be sitting in their 18th the whole time because they missing everybody but we were not doing that we were relying on Taurus uh, and Taurus after Red Bull game that we were cheering him this game w- stepped mm-hmm. back a little bit in running and opening space and you can see there is a couple of ball he been they've been throwing pass to him He's just, mm-hmm. uh, I can't get there. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, I think so. But I, if, if we're just comparing like from a couple weeks ago to now, I'll take it. Yes. Compared I to agree. what it was two weeks ago. I do think uh, it's hard because he did play super hard in New York. And so you're like, come on, guys. But it really is like, I think we, I think we play to our opponents and, we have let teams beat us that we should absolutely beat. And we've hung in there with teams that should kill us. So I don't know. Uh, it just seems, it just seems wild. Um, Where's the character as of we, this team? Yeah. As we look forward to uh, New England, um, they're, they're really about, high up the table. Before we go to New England, mm-hmm. you want to talk about that news that broke last week or you don't want to mention it at all? And, Move on. That made our tickets about uh, twelve hundred. For one ga- one game, one game of the season, we're gonna make some money. Um, no, uh, we could talk about it. We we had that conversation on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and what you predicted happened in like I, the league I, sharing. I, yeah, yeah. And you you saw you saw the writing on the wall. I, um, okay, so. Lionel Messi is coming to uh, Miami. If you hear it here first, you, I don't know where you're consuming your sports information, but if we're breaking <laughs> news to you, one, I'm not sure who you are. Cause I think like four people listen to this. Thank you. All four of you. Um, but Messi is coming to uh, Miami. Uh, it's happening the way Andy predicted it uh, in that there's a profit, uh, not profit. Um, there's uh, like his, Revenue his salary will be, will be uh his uh, salary will come from collective mls contribution because no one team could afford it but it does a lot for the whole league so you know whatever whatever um i think that there are some stadiums that are empty most games who when they play miami are gonna have a full house miami um, uh didn't uh have capacity more than a couple of thousand the whole season uh miami mm-hmm. games sold out 
every single Miami game against any opponent in any uh, in any field across the United States and Canada is sold out. Even we don't have a start date for him. We don't know when he's gonna start. We don't know when he's gonna be playing the first. I thought game. they said June. I thought they said June twenty one. Uh, I mean, July 21. They didn't confirm yet. It's still up in the air. He hasn't officially signed the contract yet, right? True. That's the Is he going to pull a Zava and come to Orlando no. City? I, w- I wish. That's, but a we Ted don't... Lasso. That's a Ted Lasso. But I don't, don't think have... the Wolfs are uh, quite the, the as Rebecca Wilson so, about the whole thing. So just to give the people understanding, because I have my one of my close friends, Mohab, I talked about him a couple of times. He he writes for used to write for Yahoo Sports. He called me and he said, "Dude, make me understand why Messi wanna come to Orlando uh, to U.S. in comparison to go to Saudi and get one billion dollar." And I immediately say, "Do you think he will make less than one billion dollar in the first season here?" <laughs> no, no. And here's the thing: his wife. It's it's been pretty well documented that his wife was like, we are not going to Saudi Arabia. She wants to live in America. They already have a place in Miami. It's and this is a good deal for him. And it's the and, and there's so much there is so much instability in the region in Saudi Arabia that like all these things like some. It's like two decisions away from these entire like structures folding. It's not a good long-term deal. Like coming to America, it's guaranteed money for a long time. And, and, and the uh, opportunity yes. to own, to be an owner with David Beckham, and also, that's too good to pass up. I don't know if anybody knows that. He actually got a share to be a partner in the biggest uh, real estate firm in South Florida that is responsible to sell all the Boca Raton's houses and so he's making buttload of money because yeah. he coming here, and that's the case. Mm-hmm. That going to Saudi was a great idea because he's gonna play against Ronaldo again, but mm-hmm. but but the money is here. Even in the short term, it looked like the money is in Saudi, but the, on the long term, he will make a lot of money, and you, he can ask his owner. Beckham, oh, when he came here in early 2000 and where he is now when he bought Inter Miami for a cheap 50 million franchise mm-hmm. tag, which is where Miami today, Miami today, they are estimated it worth $500 million. 500. Mm-hmm. This is 100% fold of what you get. 100% total time, sorry. And soccer in America is about to turn a corner. I mean, like it's already been growing in terms of, um, in terms of, uh, like viewership and whatever, but it's going to get even more because we're hosting Copa next year. And then we're hosting the world cup in 26. Yep. And I just, I just think that like, if you're going to get in on soccer in America right now from a, like, investment perspective this is the last time it's going to be affordable and so yeah it's a really great situation i'm happy for them and i'm happy to see really high 
I think that it will make people think like, oh, maybe I don't want to go to Europe right now. Maybe I want to stay so I can play against Messi. And I'm thinking about my friend, Daryl DK. I actually thought about this. I wonder if he's like, if I just stayed in Orlando a couple more years, I could be playing against Messi this year. And he can come back. He can't. He I, has, and I hope he will. He, we, you are welcome. Uh, th- Daryl, if you're listening, come on back. this is where we're open the market. Yes, we heard about all these people, players that uh, uh, there is a lot of rumors to Miami going to get um, get uh, Luis Suarez, uh, get, uh, get all these players. It's not guys and girls. This is not happening. Because simply... Miami is a stuck with DP, and this is when the cap and DP gonna play the league, which is gonna play in our hand as a opponent and rival to them. That now there is a lot of players want to come to play because this is where Messi is playing and where the money is gonna be. To say, oh, who else can be playing against them all the time? You have my, you have us have Atlanta, you have all these teams that are going to be waiting, and this is when the new cycle of big names going to play in Orla- in Florida and in the United States. Plus, it's going to have an advantage. You're going to come here. You don't need to adjust for anything for the World Cup. So there is a lot of good and falling dominoes going to happen in the next two years because of that move. It's very mm-hmm. good for us. Here, the people, the fans, the people who've been watching MLS for years, that a lot of people across the world will understand. I had this conversation with my friend, and he was, "What all these regulations? We don't have that. We have a cap. Everywhere in the world of soccer, they don't have a cap, which is yeah, I know. a weird understanding. We don't have a regulation. All the world has regulation. So I'm looking forward. It's gonna be an interesting ride." I hope mm-hmm. you guys stay with us and hear and listen to what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I feel like uh, six weeks from now, when we talk about the, you know, how it's going with Messi's first couple weeks in the league, it's going to be interesting for sure. For sure. Um, they play us in September and we beat them with a score. That will be sweet, sweet sound of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be very happy. Um, I love to see Miami lose. I can't wait to see them lose with the greatest player in the world, you know. So oh, yeah. um we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's a it's a team sport. So Messi, I mean, how many how many Argentina teams did he play on that couldn't put it together? So he's been uh, playing with it, Argentina since the early two thousands and he scored one World Cup. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like one player does not a team make in this league. Um, I think he will be successful. I think Miami will do well. Um, but I'm hoping that Orlando will figure out how to have their number. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, anyway, we go to uh, New England yep. this week. Um, and uh, they're they're toward the top of the table. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I hope that we'll be able to bring the same. Yeah, I hope we'll be able to bring the same uh, energy we've brought the last few few weeks. Um, I think Orlando is on the is uh, going in the right direction. So I'm grateful for that. I think it's going to be really wonderful. And this is actually going to be the rough part of our calendar this year because we are playing mm-hmm. New England, Philadelphia, Seattle Sounders, which is the old teams on the top. Then we have a break <laughs> yep. with Chicago and Toronto. Then uh, after that, we have Chicago, Toronto, Rails, Real Salt Lake, 
those are mid tier. Then we get Atlanta, which is gonna be an interesting team. Then it's gonna slow down a little bit. Then we back to Cincinnati, Columbus. Then our biggest game in Orlando, Inter Miami. Then a couple of other games on end of the season. So yeah, this is the uh, gonna be the stretch uh, the stretch of the the toughest opponent back to back until we play Cincinnati in September. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a it's gonna be an interesting stretch. I'm hoping people can stay healthy and that we can uh, keep developing. Um, and yeah, interested to see what will happen. With the once the messy deal gets finalized, if that changes some players to be open to mm-hmm. coming and playing here, you know, I feel like it only it uh, opens a, a door that has been closed. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's good for the league. I think it's good for us. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Orlando in the next few weeks. But we'll be here next week talking about the Red Bulls game. I mean, the New England Revolution game. And um, yeah, until then, go City.